Hello beautiful souls and welcome to episode number 32 of the Manifesting Vitality podcast. This is your host Lara Parker and I know that it's been a hot minute since I've recorded a podcast and I just you know went into the platform where I record podcasts and I see that there's seven drafts from over the month of February and early March and you know it's just been one of those transition periods in my life I've been trying to figure out my priorities and I love the podcast it's kind of like a release of mine and it's more of a you know I know that there are people who benefit from the podcast but I also really benefit from it Um, but that emotional connection to it kind of becomes intertwined with my own what's going on in my own life and if I don't feel like I can show up how you guys need me to on the podcast and it's really hard for me to record and publish episodes so you know I kind of the ones that I haven't published I'm just like keeping them for myself it's like almost as if it's talk therapy for me or something um but I do think of the podcast every single day and I just I don't want to be putting out content just for the sake of putting out content I really want things to come from my heart and you know that's where I you know I on Instagram every single day I put you know all this stuff on there that I'm thinking feeling Um, because I can write it and it's quick or I can post a video and and say it really fast but for the podcast I just feel I feel like it has to be something that maybe you guys don't feel like it is I have been getting a lot of messages from people being like where's the podcast like where are you Um, and you know it's just it's the simple fact is that sometimes I don't know how I want to say what I want to say and Um, sometimes, well, recently I've had a lot going on in my business that I don't have a lot of time to sit there and structure out a podcast. I just want to be able to hit play, talk like I am now. And that happens spontaneously. It's literally me cleaning my kitchen and stopping in the middle of it. Like I did this morning because I want to record a podcast and I'm sitting here at my Island doing that. Um, so just bear with me while I figure this out, but this episode is going to be about bouncing back because, you know, we all go through these periods of time where maybe something really, really emotionally triggering happens to us, or, you know, we just feel energetically stuck. And I am in a period of my life right now where I'm trying to find a happy medium between learning and absorbing information because I love doing that. I love learning. I love courses. I love um, submerging myself in YouTube and and anything that I can get my hands on. Um, But, you know, I do have to serve my audience and um, put out content about what I'm learning. Sometimes I just, I feel like I can't because it's like, okay, well, I have to learn this one more thing a little bit more before I share it. And that's not necessarily helpful to you, excuse me, because, you know, um, it's all about like the journey. I hate that word for some reason, but, um, it's all about, you know, the evolvement of the evolvement, the evolving of, I don't know. It's about me evolving and sharing with you what I learned on the way. So, um, before I forget, Before I forget, I had to pause that because I had a little tickle in my throat that I had to clear. 
Um, before I forget, I have created a 21 day glow up program. It's going to be an online course that I will be present with you for, for the 21 days. It's going to be interactive as interactive as you want it to be. You can either participate openly or you can just sit in the background and take in the information. Um, it's going to be an online course designed to help you transform your mindset and get you some good habits that are going to help you glow up in 21 days. Um, I don't know if I've spoken to you guys about the custom meditations I've been doing, but when I started doing custom meditations back earlier in 2021, um, I started to realize that there, everybody who was emailing me with the answers to the questions I would send them in order to customize their meditations, most people were saying the exact same thing. I want to have a glow up. I want to be radiant. I want to be magnetic to my desires. I want, you know, to finally release the bad habits and accept the good ones. Like, how do I just do it? And so I've created this course that's going to help you get there. And it's going to have weekly Q&As. It's going to have video content. Um, it's going to have a private Facebook group and it's going to have tons of meditations and um, guided hypnoses. And it's just going to help you glow up and give you the skills. It's lifetime access. So um, there's going to be a lot of challenges and contests because I want a few people to get this course for free. So make sure to um, go to the link in the show notes. I'll post the link there and sign up for the waiting list. And once you sign up for the waiting list, you'll be on the list where you'll receive um, a new hypnosis soon, a free one that's going to drop this week. Um, as well, you will receive tons of information regarding the contests and different things so that you can get into the course for free potentially. So make sure you go sign up and we'll be in touch about that. Okay. So let's just dive in. Um, this episode is going to be all about bouncing back and getting back on the horse because a lot of crappy things happen to us in our lives, like things that are low vibrational or negative, however you want to say it. And, um, you know, this week on Monday, today is Thursday. So on Monday of this week, um, my boyfriend and I got some really heartbreaking news. And to give you some insight, uh, my our dog passed away in November. I've done a whole episode on this. So if you don't know, now you know. Um, our beautiful girl, she passed away relatively unexpectedly in November. She got sick. She was completely healthy. And then she got sick one day and she was terminal for two weeks and, you know, it, we're very, very lucky that we got that two weeks with her, but it was still really unexpected. She was young. So, um, yeah. So, you know, after Christmas, we started to kind of look at breeders and she was a long haired shepherd and we decided we wanted another long haired shepherd and they just, they don't make them like that where I live. There's no, there are hardly any breeders who mate, who breed long haired shepherds. And, uh, we kind of, we wanted a girl and part of me kind of questioned, you know, do we want this girl? Because we're looking for the dynamic back in our house that, that Lex gave us. Um, you know, are we just trying to recreate something that we'll never have because no two dogs will ever, ever be the same. And so, you know, we wanted a girl though. We just, we wanted a girl and, um, we looked for breeders all over the place. There was one breeder in the whole province um that was going to be breeding long-haired shepherds and they would be ready to be brought home in may of 2021 and they'd be born in march of 2021 
So we went down one day, it was about a 45 minute drive away, not bad at all, um, to this breeder's house and we met the mom dogs because there were two mother dogs and one uh, male dog that's going to, that was going to be, you know, getting them pregnant. And so we met the dogs, we fell in love. We couldn't actually believe how similar they were to our girl, the two mamas. Like, I don't know what it was, but they just, they were so, they reminded us so much of one of them, especially just reminded us so much of Lexus. And so we gave her our $500 deposit, of course, and hit the road and we were so excited. Um, a few weeks later, we got a message from the breeder saying that one of the dogs, one of the female dogs didn't end up getting pregnant. So there was only going to be one litter of puppies and we really, really needed a girl. So she told us we were third on the list for a girl, for a female dog. And, you know, I wasn't nervous. Like I thought, well, okay, like out of, I don't know how many puppies are going to be born on average, like seven to 10, there's going to be three females. There has to be. So I didn't really worry about it. Um, Kevin, my boyfriend, he said, you know, babe, just don't like, just don't get your hopes up. It's okay. Like, let's just wait till they're born and then let's get excited. And I was like, all right, you're you're being a little pessimistic here. Um, But okay, makes sense. So we find out the dog had an ultrasound. There were 10 puppies. And then I was just like, okay, they're at least half have to be females. Like, that's just, that's how my brain works. I don't know. I just thought that that was the case. And I've said this story on my Instagram um, the day that it happened, but I haven't updated anybody since. So um, we, the day they were born, which was March 9th, um, we woke up to a text message saying uh, seven boy, or seven puppies, two females. And we were like, what? Seven? Like, the ultrasound said there were 10 and so I just rolled over in my bed and Kevin we just started I started to cry he was kind of like what the fuck like seriously um you know our hearts kind of felt bleh but later in the day she messaged us saying um you know there were more to come or whatever like she wasn't done having puppies yet so and we needed three puppies like we needed three females in order to get one so Kevin went off to work and I sat on my couch I did not touch my laptop I did not do a single thing relative to work I didn't go for a walk I did drink my water but that's it I didn't even eat because I just couldn't I felt so sick I just wanted to meditate so I sat on my couch and I meditated for hours I just visualized Kevin messaging me or calling me saying sorry saying that we got our girl and the thing is um this is a good lesson because I told him I was like when he left for work I was like babe don't don't text me or don't call me or anything like if you whatever news you get even if it's good or bad like because he was the one texting the breeder um I was like whatever news you get just tell me when you get home don't message me because I thought you know I just I didn't want to hear it over um a text message that we didn't get our girl and I thought like I just didn't want to hear that so I said don't text me good or bad thinking in the back of my head as a female um he's gonna call me if we get our girl he's gonna call me and he's gonna say babe I know you didn't want me to call you but I just thought you'd want to know we got our girl and so he didn't all day 
and he always comes home for lunch and he didn't come home for lunch that day. And so I told him, I sat there on my couch, literally right behind me where I'm sitting right now. And I said to myself, oh, well, he's not home right now because he's out buying a collar and a leash to surprise me with it. Like that's, that's what I was thinking. I really just genuinely believed that I was going to get what I wanted. And so finally at like two in the afternoon, he comes home and he bends down to pet our other dog, Remy. And he goes, Hey buddy, how you doing? How's your mama? And he was so sad, like so sad looking. And I looked at him and I just teared up and I go, babe, what? And he was like, well, you want to hear the news? And I was like, yes, just tell me like what? And and he was like, well, you want to read the text or do you, do you want me to tell you myself? I was like, just tell me like, why are you being like this? And he goes, babe, we got our girl. We got our girl. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. Thank you, God, Jesus. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> not religious, just praying all day. Um, but that day was amazing. We felt so good. We were thinking about girl names. We told all our friends. We were so excited. And um, the weekend, whatever, that was March 9th. Today's the seven or the 18th. Oh my God. Um, so it was nine days ago, but over that weekend, we were super excited. And then Monday of this week, like I said, it's Thursday now, Monday, um, I got up. I, ha- I love Mondays in case nobody knew I made my coffee. I just had a wonderful morning. It was beautiful, sunny outside, like sunny and kind of, um, well, it wasn't really warm, but it was sunny. That's all I'm looking for. I was having a great morning and I see him calling me and, I, and we were expecting somebody to come, um, we're getting new doors. So I, I, we were expecting somebody to come look at our doors. And so I thought when he called me that he was calling me to tell me that, um, they might beat him home. So, you know, beware that people are coming. Cause I walk around this house naked and I have to know when people are <laughs> coming. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, instead he calls me and he says, Hey babe, Jane, our breeder, Jane just called me. And I said, okay, what? And he goes, the mom suffocated one of the babies last night. And I just stopped and I was like, was it a female? And he was like, yeah, it was a female. And there were only three. I don't know if I mentioned that, that there ended up being, yeah, I did. I mentioned that. Sorry. My head's all over the place. Um, so yeah. Our girl passed away and I can't tell you what that did to me. It brought me back to the day we lost Lex and it just, it made me feel like, I don't know. I was sitting there making my coffee and journaling about how grateful I am and being so upbeat. And meanwhile, my dog was suffocating. Like it just, it, it hit me hard. It made me feel icky. It was very, it felt very gruesome. It felt very unfair and it felt like, you know, I don't know. I just, it felt, it felt heartbreaking. It felt like earth shattering. And I know it's just a dog to some people. If you're not a dog person, you might not understand, but that, that kind of news puts me in a, in a bad mindset, in a bad mind space. It makes me feel very bitter for a moment. And so Monday was a write-off for me. I, I was devastated, you know, Um, he came home from work and we talked about it and she texted us saying, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. Um, can I offer you a mail? And because there were two that were unspoken for three, actually that were unspoken for. And 
we just were like, we can't make this decision right now. Like we're, we would be making it out of pure like desperation for like this void that was just implemented. Sorry. My dog just burped at me. My other dog, we do have another dog as you you may know, Remy. And so that's the thing we were like, well, do we want a male dog to go with our other male dog? Like that will not be the same dynamic as a female. And I, you know, I thought, I thought about it and I sat with it and I just wasn't sure. So Kevin on Tuesday went to work and I got out my pendulum and I don't use that a lot because I, I find that when I use my pendulum, I become like a little bit dependent on it. I, I, I don't know. But, and if you don't know what a pendulum is, basically the energy within you, like your subconscious mind, it, it's all knowing, like your higher self is all knowing. And when you ask your pendulum a question, you say, show me yes first, and it'll move a certain way. And then you say, show me no, and it'll move another way. You, for me, it's a straight line is a yes, and a circle is a no. And um, you place the, you hold the pendulum over your palm, one of your palms of your hand, and it, it gives you answers that you know within yourself. And if you don't believe in it, then I don't know if it'll work for you or not. I don't know. But my um, best childhood friend, her mother showed me that when I was like seven or eight, and I thought it was cool, forgot about it. And then when I got back into spiritual or into spirituality, when I got older, I learned about it again. I was like, oh my gosh, I remember um, her teaching me that. So it just, it kind of rung, it, it hit a string with me, hit a chord with me. Um, so I, I brought out my pendulum and I asked it, um, are we meant to get a boy dog? Like is it because it was so easy, you know, all of a sudden we have all these options for, we have, we can pick our boy dog um, whereas we had to like grind it out and wait it out and hope to God there were three females and it just felt hard. Right. So I asked it, do you, like, am I supposed, are we supposed to get a, a boy dog in this situation? And it said a flaring yes. Like it was not even like, it was not moving like it normally does for yes. It was like moving so fast. And I thought, oh my gosh. So I asked it, um, are we, are we meant to have a girl dog? And it said, no. And then I said, I asked it a bunch of questions. And one of them was, is, are we not meant to get a girl dog because we will be disappointed when it isn't like Lexus? And it said, yes. And so anyway, I don't want to bore you with all the questions, but the fact of the matter is when it said we are meant to have a boy dog, and I asked it that question in a various amount of ways, um, I just, it kind of sunk in that maybe like our conscious logical thoughts are not right right now. And you know, we would have never chosen to get a boy dog. Like we just never would have chosen that route. Um, we already have a boy. We love having a boy, but we want another girl. And so anyway, I don't know why I'm getting so into this with you guys. The point of this podcast is bouncing back. So I'll just speed it up a little bit. Um, long story short, three days have gone by. And last night, Kevin and I went for a long, long, long walk with Remy and we decided to shift gears and get a boy. I had asked my pendulum all week, like, is Kevin going to shift his mind and, and want a boy? And it said yes. And is he going to be excited about having a, getting a boy? And he said yes. So, um, you know, I kind of I kind of knew this was going to happen. And Kevin was very like, no, we're not getting a boy just because it's available. It's not going to happen, Lara. Like, please just like, please don't put me in a position. I really don't want this. And suddenly his I just I didn't care. I told myself whatever's meant to be will be we will like, if we're not meant to have a dog from this litter, we won't have one. I'm heartbroken, but I, I believe in my own higher good. Like I, I understand that everything's happening in my favor. And so I didn't put, put pressure him. I didn't push him towards getting a boy. I actually told him 
I would completely understand. And if we, if you want to wait for a girl, let's wait. Like I'm totally up for that. And he decided on his own that he wants to have a boy. So that's what we're going to do. Um, and you know, we're, we're heartbroken for that puppy who passed away. And I just genuinely believe that, you know, everything happens for a reason. And Kevin made a good point when I said that he said, I don't think that puppy died for a reason, but you know, it's, it sounds so horrible and so traumatic. And part of me is praying to God that this breeder just messed up and told somebody else they could have a female dog. And we were fourth on the list when we should have, or we were actually fourth when she told us we were third. And I'm praying that the dog didn't actually die. I just, I know that happens sometimes, but it just, it's too gruesome for me to think about. Um, but the fact of the matter is on Monday that screwed with me. And it screwed with me all week. Like Tuesday, I, oh my gosh, Tuesday. Tuesday, I stayed in bed until like 10 in the morning. Okay. And I never stay in bed past 7.30. Like I always wake up early between five and six. If I sleep in, it's till about 7.30. I get up and I do my routine. I didn't do my routine. I was on TikTok. Like I just scrolled and scrolled for hours. Didn't even have a coffee. Like didn't have breakfast. Just drank some water because I'm obsessed with my water but you know I was in a slump I didn't do anything I didn't work I didn't answer dms I didn't do anything and I I felt very like kind of scared of the place that I was in almost like it's I just kept telling myself it's one day I also started my period that day and it was very painful and I never get cramps. I never have any discomfort with my period, but for some reason, um, this particular one just hit me really hard and it hurt. Like my belly hurt. I felt dizzy and a little bit out of it. And you know, I just, I just told myself I needed a day, but then Wednesday came yesterday came and say, I didn't feel like working. Like I didn't feel like answering anybody. I didn't feel like giving my energy away. And I didn't like that. It made me uncomfortable. So I started watching YouTube videos and, and I tried to, you know, have a little workout at home and I just, I just wasn't feeling myself. I wasn't feeling like anything I was doing, I wanted to be doing. I wanted to lay in bed and scroll on my phone. But even that, I even did that for a while and it still just didn't feel good. Like I I felt as if there was nothing I could do that would make me feel better. So of course I went and meditated and it made me feel a little bit better. Um, but not, not like overly, you know, and it was a gorgeous day outside. I just didn't even feel like being outside. Like, this is the thing we all go through these, these, uh, valleys of complete self-destruction. It's all I can think about when I think about it. I'm like, I'm literally self-sabotaging right now. So after self-sabotaging for the last few days and just, you know, I, I try to journal when I'm like that. And I notice that I'm snippy with myself when I'm journaling. I'm like, okay. So I told myself I had to sit down and do this stupid exercise. How joyful. Oh my God. Everything's amazing. Isn't it? And just being sarcastic with myself. And I think, you know, it's important to let yourself feel what you're feeling. And we've talked about this countless times, but I really didn't, I got to the root of it essentially. And what I realized was that I didn't know what I was supposed to be feeling. So I wasn't letting myself feel anything. I was just numbing myself with, with Instagram and TikTok and, you know, not actually feeling anything. So I sat down on my couch, um, 
And I just sat there and I started to wonder, like I started to kind of question what I was feeling. I did some breath work. Um, and if you're not familiar, sorry, my dog's moving around. Um, if you're not familiar with breath work, basically when we practice specific patterns of breathing, it like fills our body with oxygen and we start to, um, gain clarity. We have different perspectives on the world, on ourselves, and it really frees up our energy and moves it around. And I was kind of like, honestly, I was kind of desperate to get out of this on. I was really kind of scared. I haven't felt that disconnected from myself in, uh, like in, in the last year, at least I have not felt that disconnected. And, um, the thing that always comes back to mind is action breeds clarity. So when I take action, no matter what way it is, if I go for a walk, if I journal, if I do tapping or uh, breath work, usually something comes up. So I did some breath work, felt better, but didn't feel like any release. I didn't cry, which usually breath work, honestly, it makes you cry. Um, sometimes you're releasing so much that you just, you're, you're, you're releasing trauma, you're releasing pain. And I wasn't crying, nothing really worked. And so, you know, this kind of carried on through the night. My boyfriend and I, like I said, we went for a really long walk, which was super nice, but I still felt this like anxiety feeling. I don't know. So I came home and we had dinner. We went to his um, parents' house because they actually just brought home a new puppy yesterday. So we met the puppy and, you know, felt better about things. We had decided that we were getting a puppy on that walk. So a boy puppy. So, you know, I felt good about that skip to this morning, I woke up and Kevin left at seven o'clock, like seven fifteen, and I stayed in bed and I never stay in bed. And I like consciously laid there, not on my phone, telling myself, why are you in bed right now? Like you do not stay in bed. What are you hiding from? What are you trying to escape? And the word that came to my mind, the word that kept repeating was progress. It's like, okay, are you afraid of making progress? Are you afraid that you're not making progress? And all I kept thinking to myself was, well, like I'm scared of the actions I'm going to take are not going to bring me anything. Like I'm scared that I'm going to act and I'm not going to actually make any progress. And so I was like, okay, we're getting somewhere. So I said, okay, well to myself, literally just like in my own mind, just kind of thinking in my head, can you get up and go make breakfast and have some water right now? Can you do that? And I said, yeah, well, I don't really want to. And then I just kind of like kept conversing with myself, like thinking, why am I doing this? Like, why am I not getting up? So I even texted my dad and said, Hey dad, um, when you're up and moving around, like, let me know and I'll come over for a coffee because I knew that would get me out of the house. And he still has an answer to be honest with you. Um, but <laughs> sometimes I don't talk about this stuff because I really do believe that everything should flow and everything should be great and blah, blah, blah. But I don't talk about discipline enough and I don't talk about kind of being a little bit harsh on yourself sometimes and not being the victim. And I kind of, you know, I steer away from that because the only time I've ever received any negativity on social media, mostly just TikTok, is when I talk about the victim mentality and I find it really, really taxing emotionally and energetically when people tell me, well, you don't know my story and like, oh, well, you're telling me not to play the victim, but I am a victim. And it's like, okay, well, 
the way I see it is that everybody's had trauma. Every single person I've ever encountered has had something that they consider traumatic in their life, whether it's as big as you can get or if it's a little t, if it's little trauma like bullying or somebody telling you you're fat when you're seven years old or anything like that, that's little trauma. Like that's little stuff that that leeches onto you and just sucks the life out of you forever and ever amen until you get rid of it until you release it until you get better from it and you can't get better from it from a victim mentality you can't be there like I had a really rough childhood and you know my mom she doesn't love me and you know but I mean it's my own fault and that's not actually taking responsibility I don't think that trauma is anybody's fault other than the person who did it but hurt people hurt people And, you know, my mom is a horrible mother. Like, she absolutely ruined my heart. But I think of her now, after all the work I've done, I think of her as someone who had a less than ideal upbringing herself, a violent father, um, a mom who never stuck stuck up for herself a day in her life. And I don't know what kind of, you know, she probably got bullied because she wasn't a very nice person from what I've heard. But, um you know, she just, she hurt me deeply as a child and she still hurts me. Every single line of communication that I've ever had with her as an adult has brought me some form of uncomfort, discomfort, I should say, um, or anything like that. But I, I look at her as a separate soul who's here for a different reason. And maybe the reason she's here is to put me through that so that I can grow and help others. Like you have to step out of that victim mentality. So to go back to my slump, my little, um, this week of feeling just complete resistance to everything. Sometimes it takes a little bit of tough love to yourself to get up and do it. So I visualized myself. If I, st- if I did exactly what I was doing then and there in that moment, every single morning and every single day for the next year, where would I be? And what I was doing was laying in a dark room in the middle of the morning on my phone, not talking to, you know, my, my social media, like not, not, um, fostering my business, not working on my business, not, uh, sharing connections with anybody saying no to my best friend when she asked me to go for a walk with her like I if I did that for one year where would I be and then I visualized myself getting up making a coffee looking out the window putting on a podcast making my bed cleaning up my room a little bit like I do every morning you know cleaning up the socks or the blankets that are everywhere whatever and I just thought, you know what, like these are two different lives that I could be lit. Like I can literally make a decision right now. And no, just because you have one bad day doesn't mean anything. But I was on day three. Like you just have to remember, this is not like me. Like I was on day three of feeling like crap. And usually my bounce back rate is a lot faster than that. And this particular time it wasn't. I just, I don't know what happened. I was not feeling strong and I was feeling, um, feeling just bad. I just felt bad and low vibrational energy so I sat up on the side of my bed and that was all I could do in that moment it's all I wanted to do sat on the side of my bed brought my phone out again and scrolled and then I saw someone on Instagram who I'd really admire and I thought well she's not doing this right now so I got up and put my slippers on and I went to the bathroom and I washed my face and when I washed my face I felt 
so much better. I don't know what it was. I just felt so much better. I put a little treatment in my hair, a little Olaplex, put some in some in my hair and, um, you know, I don't know, made me feel better a little bit. Went to my kitchen, made some coffee, made some oatmeal with almond milk and some honey and put on a podcast and sat down and ate my um my breakfast and drank my coffee silently with well not silently with my podcast um and here we are recording an episode after I made my bed I you know cleaned up the stuff around my bed that was on the floor and let my dog outside to pee and now we're sitting here recording a podcast and I feel a lot better just from those simple things but we have to find that inspiration. Like we have to just take the actions even when we don't want to. And I think it's important to recognize that you are not going to feel like it all the time. And it is okay to have days or even a couple, you know, uh, I'm hesitant to say it's okay to have a couple weeks of in a slump because a couple weeks, it's a long time. It's a, it's a dangerous amount of time to be even a week I really feel like that's why I was starting to feel so uneasy because three days is like three weeks to me I accomplish so much in my day-to-day reality that when I don't do when I'm behaving a certain way that I don't like for three days it feels like it feels like I'm falling behind a lot um so you know it's just it's really important to give yourself grace and give yourself time and space to feel what you're feeling and get to the bottom of why you're feeling how you're feeling, but also to get up and to take the actions you don't feel like taking. Because if you do, you will start attracting more of those actions. Like you'll start, you'll start getting into a groove. You'll start aligning with your normal routine or a new routine. If you're trying to create a new routine, like what is it? Wash your face. Use your lymphatic drainage tools, like your gua sha and your face roller thing. Like I, that helped me a lot this morning. Um, it made me feel like the fluid in my face was moving around and it felt better and less stagnant. Um, I'm going to go have a shower after this because I put that treatment in my hair and I just, I, I want to make videos. So I want my hair to look nice and I want, you know, I just like, I want to feel better and it's raining today, which I'm really proud of myself because sometimes like the old me couple years ago would have said, no, it's raining. Today's not a good day to get my shit together. Um, and I would have stayed in bed, but I just, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to be that version of myself and it's okay to revisit that sometimes. And I'm hesitant to even say that it's okay to feel sad, but it's not okay to revert back to the person you spent so much time and effort trying to escape from. And I'm just, I just want you to know that you're not going to feel like it. You're not going to feel comfortable. You're not going to feel comfortable having a new breakfast that's healthy for you when you've been eating something unhealthy for the last year and a half. Like you're not going to feel comfortable with that. It's going to feel annoying. It's going to feel frustrating. It's going to feel like you're, you're having to give up something when in reality, you're just fueling your body differently. Like if you, let's say you have Fruit Loops every day, which I, I doubt you are, but you know, for me, it was English muffin with peanut butter and banana and a coffee with, you know, French vanilla creamer in it. That was my unhealthy breakfast that I now 
treat myself with on the weekends because it gives me something to look forward to. I don't deprive myself. Now, if I have a crazy workout and I feel like having an English muffin with peanut butter and banana, like I will have one. I don't restrict myself, but it was really uncomfortable to go back to oats and almond milk and honey, which I used to have for breakfast every single day in my early 20s. And I felt great. It gives me energy. It doesn't give me a crash. Um, And that's the self-love piece. It's like, okay, well, is self-love really feeding yourself something that's gonna taste good in the moment, but it's gonna feel energetically heavy? Like when I have an English muffin now, I prepare myself that I'm going to feel, my belly's gonna feel heavy. I'm gonna feel like a little bloated. I'm gonna feel a little icky. It's like, is the taste of that worth the physical discomfort that you're gonna be in afterwards? Um, If you're trying to make changes by... uh, building a a side business. Well, it's going to be uncomfortable going to work every day and coming home and having to work on your business. It's not going to be comfortable. Like get over it. That's kind of my mindset. Like things like this are not going to be comfortable. And I just, I want to be that push for you. I want to be that person that says like, you're going to feel miserable sometimes, but you have to just get out of your own way. And I don't like love or hate Mel Robbins. I don't know if you know who that is. She's the author of the five second rule, but you know, her claim to fame is that she, you know, was laying in bed one day in a horrible place, depressed, you know, hating her body, no money, that kind of thing. And she counted down from five, five, four, three, two, one, and said, when I get to one, I'm going to stand up out of this bed. And she did. And then she said, oh my gosh, okay, well, five, four, three, two, one, I'm gonna have a shower and all these different things. And her, her big thing is that you just have to do it like five, four, three, two, one, do it. And I like that. I, I don't like it for everything. Um, but I like it for this kind of thing. When you're in a slump, you just have to force yourself out of it because it's a very easy place to stay. And it's, it's when you've done a lot of work on yourself and you know that that's not you anymore, it almost feels scary. It almost feels like you're not being who you, it's, it's like you're out of your own body. Like you're not in control of your body. It's taking the action of staying in bed and scrolling on social media when you know you should be up moving your body, having a healthy breakfast, walking your dog, like that it's very scary to revert back to your old identity when you've already shifted your identity and you've already made that beautiful change and you've sustained it for a while. When you find yourself in a place where you're reverting back, it's, it can be frightening. And that's how I was feeling. So I wanted to share that with you guys and make sure that you know that you're not the only one if you're going through that right now. But at the same time, you should not stay there for long and, and find ways to get yourself motivated and inspired. Listen to podcasts, listen to YouTube videos, um, do meditation. Oh my gosh, do a meditation and just remember who you want to be because who you want to be, I doubt is somebody who stays in bed till 11am and scrolls on their phone in a dark room. Like that's not who would choose that life. Like who would choose that? So that's my little spiel for you. I know this was kind of a long one, but, um, I hope you enjoyed it and make sure to go down to the link and sign up for the, um, 21 day glow up that we're going to be launching April 16th. Um, the cart will be open from April 16th to, it'll be open for seven days. So, um, right now it's just the pre-launch period where we're going to be doing contests and lots of challenges. We're going to be doing a challenge, like a three day glow up mini challenge, and I'll be giving away a tons of stuff through that. So make sure you're following me on Instagram as well at Lara X Parker. And you'll be a part of all that. So I can't wait to talk to you guys in the next episode. I promise it won't be um, such a long period of time between episodes this time. But 
I, uh, I will be chatting with you soon. So I love you. Thank you for listening and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.